genre. This is a Pele Media Podcast. Welcome to Retheme This, the Patreon exclusive edition of Theme Park This, where we dare to retheme the most beloved attractions. My name is Kyle Crane, and I'm joined by Mr. Scott Corelli. Hi, hi. And Mr. Brian Green. I could really go for a big old huff of that uh, that E.T. line smell right now. <laughs> uh, well, you're not going to get it here, my friend, because we're retheming it. It's oh, working. no. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So actually, we're going to get to keep it in, in my retheme. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Taking one big last huff because we are retheming, as you heard here in our intro, E.T. Adventure over at Universal Studios Orlando because that's the only place where this uh, this ride exists anymore, right? Yeah. Rest yeah. in peace. Uh, yeah, and it wasn't and it wasn't uh, it wasn't rethemed at the other parks. It was just demolished and replaced, right? No. Yeah, um, yeah. Essentially paved over. Uh, I know the I know the 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 mummy ride that replaced it Hollywood. You can still see the overhanging track if you oh. if the if the lights turn on. Yeah. Um. Because you can't you can't remove it. It's like or at least it would have been too expensive to remove or it's like part of the foundation or something like that. Like yeah, it's a load bearing uh, track. <laughs> load-bearing yeah, track. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A load bearing track. It seems <laughs> like um. So it's still there. Uh, they could technically uh, remove uh the the mummy roller coaster and and rebuild the ET ride if they wanted to. They um, should do that because the I, mummy sucks in Hollywood. It really does, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. It's not good. But uh, the Orlando one rules. It um, does. Anyway, but yeah, so we are, we're actually doing a first of a kind retheme, a, a proper retheme of E.T. Adventure, um, which I think is uh, important to note considering it hasn't been done yet. Uh, also important to note, this would probably require, uh, this, this would cause Steven Spielberg to... <laughs> Uh, basically cease all uh, c- communication with the Universal Studios part. <laughs> uh, because yeah, he really apparently his... has some sort of deal yeah. where he's real mad that they closed E.T. at the other parks. And they were like, if you ever close it at Orlando, I, w- I will end you. <laughs> he's the one he guy in Hollywood who could probably do it, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, so... What do we think about E.T., about the E.T. adventure? Like, I guess just to start off, let's talk about E.T. adventure. Yeah. Um, Man, what a ride. (laughs) Yeah? (laughs) Yeah, so that's one that, like, I remember riding it in, like, 1994, 93, or whenever I went um, the first time to Universal Studios. And I must have blocked a lot of that out of my memory, because the next time I rode it was in 2008. And... I thought I was having a stroke at the end of that damn ride. Like that ride goes off the rails, like bath salts crazy, like more than any other theme park ride that I've ever been on. Like, I don't remember little baby E.T. swinging around on vines or anything like that. I literally thought I was like, I had to grab my brother. I'm like, you seeing this too? Because it was just so, so insane. But it's um, definitely one that I don't feel like I need to ride every time that I go to Universal Studios, unfortunately. So, Interesting. Okay. Yeah uh yeah he's a I, monster and he's off this podcast i think i think i'm i think i'm i think i'm in uh i'm in brian's camp uh as well because like i i love this ride to pieces i'm very i okay. i it all it definitely there's a lot of nostalgia built out of it but i think the thing that i like so much about it 
especially the way that it 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 has its place in that early 90s universal orlando park is that you know every ride that you rode there was always this aspect of like there you, you were either doing one of two things right either you were part of the movie making process and you were an extra in the movie that's kind of what confrontation was that's kind of what the jaws ride was to a certain extent um there you know i think the jaws thing got confusing because it was like the the town that the movie was based on but then the real bruce the shark shows up <laughs> and wrecks havoc so it's like a little confusing um so there was a lot of confusion there and then you had the rides like back to the future which were like a sequel to the movie you know and i i always just i you know it's a ridiculous thing once you go to the green planet the the green planet being a thing is ridiculous yes right yeah. it is but I love it so much. It's just so absurd. And it was like, I think, I think, you know, when I was a kid, I thought it was weird because I was like, I don't remember this from the movie. And real talk, I think the design of the creatures are, I mean, they don't look anything like E.T. They look like they're, they're, they're like Smurfs or like <laughs> something like that. <laughs> like like it, it, they Mushroom feel like people. characters from an E.T. animated series from the 80s that never existed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Concepts what art. it feels yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> Um, not that there's anything wrong with that, but it doesn't quite live up to the expectations you would have coming out of the movie, the perfect E.T. design. And then you go to the Green Planet, and you're like, what the hell is this? But also, I love it. Like, I, you know, I, I know that that's partially nostalgia, partially like with a little mix of irony and things. But like, there's just something just so joyful. It's like the best parts of the, 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 the um, Peter Pan ride uh mixed with it's a small world but like not as annoying and a little <laughs> more of a fever dream as kyle put it mm -hmm. so like if you can mix all those things together that's what the et ride is and i think it's so fun and and it just i don't know i'm just i'm very soothed by it for some reason yeah absolutely i'm just, i'm right there with you scott it is bizarre it's weird but as a kid when i first rode that ride the going to the his planet did not seem weird to me at all i knew it wasn't in the movie i loved the movie and i, I knew it wasn't there and i was like oh my god we're get we get to see his planet that's going to be amazing <laughs> and i was just so excited i couldn't wait to go to et's planets and as a kid et saying your name oh yeah is the most magical thing of all time and nowadays like you know if disney Bye. wanted to uh, right oh Bad. so i watched i watched two i watched Bad. two ride through videos of this and both times he said Cat. brian and i was just, <laughs> my heart soared out of my chest <laughs> i was so happy uh no but it's such a it's such a magical experience and yeah you're right kyle those those creatures are so weird and like especially like i, I just love my favorite moment, I think, is the the one that's like on the left. It's like sort of like looks like a mushroom, and it says, "Welcome home, <laughs> you arrived." <laughs> it's it's so good. Then you have like the little ET fetuses swinging from the vines, mm -hmm. and like, <laughs> fetuses, <it's, yeah. laughs> honestly, the Green Planet has one of the worst ecosystems I think imaginable. Because as soon as ET is gone for like three months, the whole planet dies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess I guess they have to have him there to like constantly heal it like it's just it's just constant like greenhouse effect like constant like 
you know, they, they're, it, it's like, it's like earth in the future where it's just like, they just <laughs> refuse to let go of fossil fuels. And, <laughs> but luckily they've got a, they've got a, they've got a creature with a, with a healing touch on their planet that can just fix everything. Yeah. If only earth had something like that, right? That would be yeah. right. good. <laughs> that's, that's a lot to put it, on one creature's shoulder. It would be so. a liberal conspiracy if we had some men like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's true. Um, I'm sure it is on the green planet too. <laughs> is Botanicus is, a, a right winger? Yeah. I don't think Botanicus is. He wants him back. Okay. Yeah. I think Botanicus is like the Bernie Sanders of the green planet. <laughs> <laughs> E.T. is the 1% of the 1%. Of... <laughs> well, oh, Jesus. <laughs> with as much love as you guys have there, uh, which one of you wants to go first to bulldoze this thing and uh, rebuild something new in its place? I, I think Brian should go. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, I'm going to start off. Mine is, I think, is a little painfully obvious okay. uh, because for a couple of reasons. Because, first off, this property lovingly just steals everything steals a lot from et and also because universal studios has worked with this property before mac uh, and me what's that yes mac and me <laughs> <laughs> you got me uh, no so, no so so you get in a wheelchair and then at the beginning <laughs> you're pushed off a cliff right uh and uh and 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 it ends with like uh with a uh uh, paul red <laughs> yeah paul red being like ah gotcha <laughs> No, I'm uh, I'm going with the Stranger Things. Oh, okay. okay. So yeah. uh, I'm thinking uh, you are going uh, you're going into the woods and you see a video of the uh, of all of all the kids uh, of all the kids except for eleven. Well, actually, no. I'm thinking we're seeing a video. Uh, here's my idea. I think Dustin has gotten into Dustin. You know, he likes technology. He has like the the ham radio in season three. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking and. For this, he has gotten into uh, video recording. He has a has a new camera that he's been playing around with. So, and so this is so so. Just to clarify, this is not an adaptation of any of the seasons. This no. is like a brand new like this is like Stranger Things five or Probably, one and yeah, a half think, or I two so. and a half or something. Yeah, okay. I think it might take a couple of things from the seasons, but you know, for the most part, it'll be mostly a new story. I think Dustin though has taken to recording things. You know, as they're going about their day to day and he is like they were he was recording one day and he caught footage of um what is it a hawkins labs uh stealing 11 like kidnapping 11 and taking her back so it's your job to rescue 11 from hawkins lab and then get uh, get her back home but uh in the meantime while she is uh, while she is in hawkins lab they have unleashed a demogorgon uh into the real world so you have you have to fight the demogorgon and and take it back to the upside down uh so i'm thinking that last scene where you're on the green planet that actually becomes the the battle with the demogorgon uh where uh you know you're seeing all the uh, you're seeing all of the uh the crazy aliens that's when you're seeing the demogorgon you're kind of having to go against it and then it gets sent back to the upside down and you return back to hawkins after that hmm. Hmm. okay but I'm thinking. I mean, uh, I'm thinking here. Uh, one thing I do want to steal from the show, and I'm not quite sure how to accomplish this because the the track is above you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course, one of the most iconic s- scenes in the entire series is Eleven riding on Will's bike 
with Will, and she makes the the Hawkins Power and Light van flip above them. Yeah. And I'm, so I'm trying to figure out how to replicate that even though the track is above you because i feel like that's not it's not possible with the, the van above you but i want to find a way to do that hmm. projection mapping of the bottom of the i don't know the flipping over on top of you i don't know i feel like that would be i feel like that would that would be tricky yeah. i mean i don't i don't think i think the way you do it is you uh I, I think that you have to redesign the the ride vehicles and things uh-huh. so that um there are there's something on the bottom that also connects to another rail okay. so that you're on top and then it switches at that moment to a bottom rail okay um yeah. so and I'm thinking maybe at that point where the bush falls over in uh-huh. the in the ride and instead yeah. it's a cop car or whatever and you connect it to the top and it flips up. Okay, and then you go through it as you're switching rails. That's a good idea gotcha. because then you're because then you're close enough to it at that point too that you're hiding the rail switching. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, I'm on yeah. board with that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't think. I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think you could. I mean, I don't think it's against the rules to, you know, <laughs> re redo the the track layout a little bit um, right. in order to to do the to the you know. No, to do it, this. it's a sandbox. Use your imagination. Do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I don't. I don't. We don't have to stay on rails, guys. No. Right. <laughs> this podcast is off the rails. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, I'm, I'm. I'm dying for some deeper Stranger Things theme park representation. Yeah, you know, we uh, the the maze at Universal Hollywood Horror Nights or Halloween Horror Nights Hollywood. There's Halloween been two Horror of them so far. Okay. Uh, yeah. So two. like the the maze looks incredible and uh the duffer brothers actually consulted on it they actually worked on it they had to prove everything yeah uh so the or- I- to be to clarify the orlando one is amazing the okay. hollywood one as typical at hollywood the hollywood mazes are always worse than the orlando ones i Less can never space. go to i can never go to theme parks at halloween time so i've never been so oh well, i just watched i i i don't go either because i think it's it's way too overpriced personally for mm-hmm. how many you could possibly get on in a day right uh, or in a night like you're lucky to get through three the lines are so long <clears throat> um so i think they're incredibly overpriced uh but so i i never go but i watch all the walkthroughs and yeah. uh i i just thought about like um i know the stranger things i remember specifically thinking like oh wow the orlando one's better better by like uh, a large margin but then the the one that really stuck out and the one that i'd recommend people watching to compare the two is the ghostbusters one from last year the orlando one is incredible yeah. like <clears throat> like jaw dropping and then you watch the hollywood one and you're like did like kids make this was this like a charity <laughs> thing that kids put together <laughs> like it's it's really bad um, oh, no. it's, it's make like, a wish yeah. yeah 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 it's it's shocking wow. um how 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 much worse it is uh than the orlando one so um but yeah Man. anyway that, yeah, that right. sounds really cool. I um I guess this is the part where I admit that I have never actually watched Stranger Things. Oh really? Wow. Yeah. Um I think it was my wife and I started it one day and then I had to had to run an errand or something like that and came back and it was already on episode three and I was like, I guess this is something I miss out on. Oh but no. I love the look of Stranger Things so much that even as someone who hasn't seen the show, this sounds like uh, an amazing experience, I think. Yeah. I mean I think it sounds like a pretty like obvious thing to put put in there the 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 problem would be like how does the legacy of stranger things hold up 
right be as a tv show mm-hmm. because like just in general i mean movies always hold up better than tv shows do i mean that's for sure. generally the issue with why um there's not a lot of tv show content in theme parks um but i i i have this weird feeling that stranger things is going to hold up more than a lot of tv shows mm-hmm. because they all feel like each season feels like a movie and they present it as a film they mm-hmm. call it stranger things stranger things 2 stranger things 3 it's not season two it's not season three it's like a sequel to the previous season yeah you know um and and by presenting it in that way and just like the way that it seems like it's permeated pop culture at a degree uh, I would say similarly to The Walking Dead, but I think it reached higher heights than The Walking Dead did because mm-hmm. I think The Walking Dead is such a bummer that a <laughs> lot of people, you have to be a certain personality type to like really get into it and and stay into it. Right. Um. So like I think I think Stranger Things could be one of the first TV shows that really like permeates pop culture forever. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. the way that that uh you know something like ET did. Um not maybe not at the level that et did but because at the end of the day you know it is a uh uh not a copy but you know like yeah a love letter. homage an homage right um but i do i do think it has a it has a better chance of of permeating pop culture and having a legacy of that um than a lot of other tv shows so mm-hmm. i think it's a good choice yeah yeah uh also uh you would we would exit through the gift shop which would, of course would be star court mall themed oh yeah of course great yeah did you did you uh did you say what the name of it was going to be is it just stranger things the ride or uh i haven't i didn't come up with anything but yeah stranger stranger things the ride seems um you know good enough (laughs) yeah you know i mean they just number their seasons so yeah yeah i think that's i think that's good what about you kyle what did did you come up with all right so um when i was thinking about this you know scott you made the uh the comparison earlier and i think it's apt that this is kind of like it it E.T. E. the Ride owes a lot to Peter Pan, the ride mm-hmm. in Disneyland specifically. I think this is kind of like Steven Spielberg rode that as a kid. And he was like, well, I want one of those, but I want my thing on it, you know, because yeah. it's got uh, several different sequences that kind of like mimic Peter Pan. Like you've got the flyover of Los Angeles or whatever it is it's supposed to be like London, you know. So I was I was looking at it and I was like, um, OK, well, I want to keep it in the Steven Spielberg ballpark. So I was kind of kind of went on that train for a minute and I was like, well, what's a good combination of those two? And I was like, oh, well, Steven Spielberg made his own Peter Pan movie hook. Um, (laughs) And then I decided not to do that. (laughs) I was thinking about that. I was thinking about maybe a helicopter ride uh, through the opening of (laughs) Jurassic Park where they first fly into the island and everything. Thought that might be kind of cool Um, because that track system, the overhead dark ride track is there's really not a whole lot of those. And I was like, well, it'd be a shame to eliminate that completely. So. Um, what else could I use? What other Steven Spielberg property could I use that could take advantage of something like that? And I thought about it for a while. And what I came up with was, uh, ready player one, uh, mm. which I know that does not have, I think <laughs> the pop culture significance of something like stranger things for sure. Like ready player one kind of came and went pretty quick, but I was like, there's a lot of really cool stuff you could do with that concept, especially if you're able to get everybody who was in the movie, all the licensing on board, uh, this could be something where you could have Easter eggs beyond Easter eggs, beyond Easter eggs, give it a lot of rewritability uh, factor going on. I started mm-hmm. to think about the movie for a second and the whole idea of it being a virtual world, the oasis that people escape to. And I was like, you know, what? I, if we talked about this on a couple of previous rides, it'd be a cool ride concept of using augmented reality along with an existing ride concept. So I had the idea in my mind of somebody putting on like a headset and being like, okay, 
wouldn't it be cool if you could you could ride the ride as it was and it'd be completely fine and you could take a, another ride on it with the headset on and all of a sudden see all sorts of stuff that you couldn't see normally while you were riding it. And I was thinking this would also give you the option of maybe choosing the different vehicle that you could be riding in. So like in the movie, you could you know, fly around in a DeLorean from Back to the Future with this headset on. You could look at the dash and be in front of you of the DeLorean. You could look over and see the you know, side of the door or whatever. Um, anyway, I, I thought Ready Player One could could have uh, a couple of really cool sequences in it. Of course, you could you know start off uh, going through, I think it's called the Stacks in uh, Ohio, where the uh, main character lives, which are basically like, uh, apartment buildings or stacked cars that are really high flying mm-hmm. in between those. And then, uh, you know, eventually going into the Oasis and, uh, kind of going through the race at the very beginning of the film, um, through the, uh, the, the dance sequence where the ballroom, where everybody's dancing, they're kind of like floating around you and everything, maybe through the shining, the overlook hotel sequence somehow. And then ending, we in have to giant- stop the ride for the shining sequence. You just get off and you <laughs> yeah. walk around the overlook yeah. hotel. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be really cool. Uh, and then, of course, ending in the in the final you know battle with the Iron Giant and the Gundam and all that stuff. Um, uh, so, yeah, it's, I I just think a retelling of the story of Ready Player One uh, with that ride system could be something that could be really cool, and with the augmented reality on top of it, uh, could add a whole other layer and a rewritability to it. So, like you know, something like maybe like a QR code on the wall that when you're riding by normally you just kind of pass by as nothing in particular, but when you put on the the glasses, all of a sudden like Tracer from Overwatch is jumping from QR code to QR code and through your car and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, that's it. Augmented uh, Ready Player One. So All that's right. my idea. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think uh, I a while ago I had the idea of a Ready Player. Uh, thought Ready Player One might be an interesting concept for a theme park, but I just imagine the the licensing is would right. be just impossible to do. Yeah. Theme park. Well, you know, um, it's a Warner Brothers property, the film uh, in a Universal Park. So if you were able to get that going, maybe you could combine a couple of different properties. I mean, Universal's got all sorts of stuff they're not using, you know, uh, in other movies you could stick in there. So I mean, if they kept it in-house, they could probably you know stack up a lot of stuff. But yeah, the licensing would definitely be an issue. But if you could get over that hurdle, it could be pretty crazy. Yeah. 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 That could be a lot of fun for sure. Fun, yeah. More fun than the movie, anyway. Yeah, um, that's for sure. Yeah, and you know, as long as they get out of Van Halen, fun <laughs> enough. Yes, I <laughs> was. I I was just fuming the entire really? movie. I hated oh, no. it so much. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. But I was kind of. I think I'm with Brian. What was it you didn't like, Scott? Uh, everything. Uh, <laughs> I was I was in a constant state of rolling my eyes. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah, I don't know. There was just something about it that like really rubbed me the wrong way. I I would have to revisit it to tell you specifics at this point because okay. we're now years years and a an entire pandemic uh, since then. Um, but and and I would never want to rewatch rewatch it. So I couldn't tell you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the part that made me the most angry, and this is just because I'm a you know I'm a Monty Python fan, is that he has the holy hand grenade. They make it a big deal that he gets the holy hand grenade, and then he doesn't follow the rules of the holy hand grenade. <laughs> like you could have had him, like he pulls the pin and then he counts. Like yeah. that's the entire point of the holy hand grenade. And yeah, so mad. <laughs> I, I think I think the thing that that made me the most mad was that Olivia Cook talks about how hideous she is constantly and she just has like a little birthmark like over her eye (laughs) right Um, and and it's and it's like in the in the book like her like uh, like an entire side of her face has that birthmark yeah Mm -hmm. right which is still like uh, all right you're not ugly you have a birthmark it's fine but but like you could understand 
somebody growing up with that feeling that way mm-hmm, right but like her thing is just like it was ridiculous i was like this is the most hollywood bullshit i've ever seen in my life yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway uh so yeah so so okay so uh so my thing so i'm just thinking about in terms of like all right universal announces that they're going to retheme the et adventure uh, you know, I think my first instinct would just be like, no, stop it. Don't do that. That's bad. <laughs> so then I was just thinking like, okay, what, what would, what could they do that I would actually be like, okay, you know what? It's actually fine. Um, go ahead. Do, do the thing. This sounds neat. Uh, and like, I think stranger things, like I would be, I would be chill about stranger things kind of the way that I would have been. Uh, had I had strong feelings, I think about like Twilight Zone retheming to Guardians, where it's just like, well, I like the Guardians, so this might be cool. And then it ended up being, you know, amazing and and vastly superior to the version of Twilight Zone they had um, in uh, in uh, uh, California Adventure. Um, but as far as like something, I would be actively like, oh, okay, it's actually fine. I'm I'm glad that you're doing this because this sounds like really cool. Um, I decided that I was going to make something uh, uh, a little weird, um, but so I'm just going to walk you through what what it is uh, okay. instead of instead of just telling you what it is. I'm going to walk you through the ride. Okay. So um, we start with the exterior queue, which is uh, not um, that much different. It's gonna you know it's still like a you know it's like a box um this ride is just like in a big building uh but yeah i mean it's it's basically uh kind of similar the exterior queue but the um outside currently if i'm not mistaken what what do the video monitors play outside is it just like clips from et is it spielberg talking to you no 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 that's in the pre-show okay yeah the right i I couldn't tell you what's outside I think the TV, I think the TVs outside just play clips from ET. And so um, what I would do is uh, outside the clips are going to be like, okay, if you've ever ridden the um, Universal Tram Tour, the videos outside are like kind of about Universal history as a, as a, as a, um, as a studio, Uh, like all of the, the movies that they've had and things like that. And so I would have something similar to that Um, videos about Universal history, uh, and then as you walk up to the entrance to be let into the pre-show, um, the entrance, if you if you see the entrance on E.T., you have like three double doors and there's these little arches over each one. And so what I would do is retheme those to look like little Universal Studios arches, archways. Um, and so when you go inside, uh, the pre-show consists of a video that is... Um, new footage of, of like, you know, whatever park actors you, you want to use for this mixed with classic universal studios, promo promos hosted by John Forsyth. Um, and so the idea of this is that the ride is called, uh, universals ride the movies. And as you go through, um, those next set of double doors after the video of, of John Forsyth and, whatever we need to fill in the John Forsyth footage with. Uh, but like, I'm talking those old universal uh, Orlando universal studios, Orlando promo videos hosted by this guy. But like, um, I want to like take the old footage and like, you know, redo it, you know, get it into 4k, like the whole deal, like get it like really nice and mix that with new footage of, of like parks people 
um, to sort of fill in to like explain what you're about to do. And the idea is that you are uh, going to visit Universal Studios. Like that's the that's the point of the ride. And so you go through this next section, and when the next set of double doors open, you are on the back lot of Universal. The back lot, air quotes, back <laughs> lot of Universal Studios, and uh, you have to go through security to get a uh, a guest badge, a visitor badge. Um, and so you go through and there's like the little the little boxes with the security people in it and the arm goes up and down to like let people in and out um, so that you can enter the back lot. And then we go into the um, the the interior queue where the forest was. And what you have here is um, basically you enter a soundstage and then you are walking past multiple sets featuring recreations of scenes from universal films all non-active so there's not going to be like any animatronics or anything in this area it'll be like um like uh like the one that i'm picturing um is that like you have like famous sets from different movies and so one of the ones that i'm picturing and sort of a a a a, a double ode to like what was here before was like one it's it's the uh the the twin pines mall set from um, back to the future in like miniature at like an angle where it just looks like it's in a dis in the distance. And mm -hmm. the thing that's right next to you is the twin pines mall, uh, sign with two pine trees, which are still the same pine trees from the ET adventure queue. Okay. So it's sort of like a little, a little throwback to that. But then as you walk around, there's like other little things like that where, um, it's like, Oh, there's a set from, I don't know, Jaws or uh, one from, you know, whatever classic universal movie you want to do. And that's all the way through. And then when you get on the ride, you get on the bike um, and you're riding the bike through the back lot and then end up riding into the movies. And what happens is the bike takes off. And then you in that scene where you go over the city, instead of going over the city, you're in space and you pass the universal <laughs> globe and it's doing the fanfare and everything and Ooh. then and then you go into the movies and then you basically get like full animatronic recreations of like retired rides and movies like back to the future king kong jaws some hitchcock stuff i'm picturing universal monsters stuff and then of course um et and uh and so you get you get all of that sort of in this ride and it's kind of like a a classic universal studios like best of ride yeah Okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. I like that. So, so my question: uh, when you're going through and you get your your badge to go on, is is that an excuse for them to take your name again? Yeah, of course. Of okay. course. <laughs> so who's saying, the last, who's saying the, hi to you? It's ET. The oh, last okay. the, gotcha. the last scene is is the ET scene, and it's and ET is saying like you know saying your name. See, I was thinking it might be uh, Doc Brown just saying, "Great Scott, great Kyle, great Mark Brian." <laughs> <laughs> it works out well that your name is Scott. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it does. <laughs> uh, oh, that's really anyway. cool. It, it solves the problem that a lot of the people who are caught up in nostalgia for parks of their past, of their youth, kind of like, you know, I always pine for that old Epcot and it's just not there anymore. And it would be so awesome to have a ride where you get to experience like Horizons again. But this kind of solves that, you know, by yeah. giving, uh, honoring Universal's legacy as a studio as well. Yeah, yeah. And so it would just be like a mix of practical animatronics with you know, projection mapping and things like that. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, that would basically be it. The The King Kong section actually might not be there because they have that stupid Skull Island thing now. Because like that's why I kept Jurassic Park out of it too, was mm -hmm. because I was like, well, they, they have it. It's like right, right over there. So like I want to I keep it to stuff that they don't have 
represented in the parks currently stuff that we're sort of missing in the parks. And that's why it's like back to the future, obviously, you know, Hitchcock, um, jaws that those things make sense. Whereas I guess King Kong doesn't really make sense anymore because now they have that stupid skull Island thing. Um, twister. Yeah. Twister. (laughs) That's good. That's good. Um, unfortunately no Hanna-Barbera because Hanna-Barbera is a license, not universal property. So, Jimmy Neutron. No, wait, no, it's licensed property too. Yeah, that's Paramount. Technically owns that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that that it's finally just now not a licensed property. <laughs> so the minions will probably be there the longest, is my guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, God, talk about is that is that the ride at a major theme park that's been rethemed the most times with minimal changes? Well, I, I, what was there before? I can't even think. Well, it was, it was Hanna it's, Barbera. Yes, yeah, Hanna okay. Barbera. Then it was Nicktoon Blast, and now it's Minion Mayhem. Yeah, I guess so. That, I don't think anything's been rethemed more than twice. Yeah, that's no. pretty crazy. Honestly, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like like rethemed to the point where like the ride doesn't really change. Like it's still the mm-hmm. same ride, basically. Um, that's really interesting. I don't know. But, uh, I, I was guess that. I, I skipped that last time I was at Universal. Yeah. I've never it's okay. Been to- Have you not ridden it at all? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. It it's it's fun. I mean, it's as fun as the other ones are. Um, you know, minions minions aside, like it's pretty. It's a pretty fun ride. I would rather ride that ride than watch any of the Dominion movies or Despicable Me movies. So, Shrek was in a different theater, right? Yeah, Shrek. Yeah. Shrek was. Uh, Shrek replaced. Um, Shrek replaced Alfred Hitchcock presents, and right. then was replaced by Kung Fu Panda. Okay. Yeah. Because I think that's what it is now, and I'm sure it's going to change again soon. Because what's going on with Kung Fu Panda right now? I don't think anything. Unfortunately, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. They just made the three movies, and now those are over. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so make anyway. a fourth. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I could use another one. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. They're good. They're good movies. Um. Anyway, there you yeah. go. That's that's uh that's 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 mine. So I think I think we've got three pretty good ideas. Honestly, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I would yeah. write any one of those. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Scott, I think you went with a more Kyle idea today. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, it's also my favorite theme park of all time. So it's yeah. a very me thing also. But yeah, I see the, the love and emotional attachment you have for that park carried out right. in that idea. Yeah. Yeah, right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, Universal's ride the movies. I, I think I think out, out front, maybe there's like a little a little mini like Universal globe like a small scale version of the one outside the main park. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Should it be uh, yeah. ride the movies, the ride, ride the movies, the ride. <laughs> 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 yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was also important to me. I, I, there are, there are fewer things that make me more nostalgic than those universal promo videos hosted by John Forsyth. Um, I- <laughs> I love that you work that in there too. You know, yeah. that's such a that's such a very particular thing. You know? That's a very yeah. particular thing, and I want it. Just it's that's Universal Studios to me. Is that mm-hmm. guy's voice? Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, uh, but anyway, yeah. I'm just thinking. I'm thinking too. Like maybe um, in each segment of the queue, in like the forest queue, the interior queue, um, where you're on the soundstage and seeing the different sets. Maybe there's like a little uh like almost like one of those museum 
things where you like you push the button and then it like teaches you something <laughs> with uh, John Forsythe's voice doing the dub over. Well, it. I don't yeah. I don't know that he's alive anymore. He's I actually not. didn't check that to see if <laughs> yeah. we would be able to get him for new content. Yeah, that'd be a sound. Uh, I just sound alike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get a sound alike or, or, or something else for the uh, uh, or the, you, the twin. You can make small. someone. You can make somebody record it in uh, in like theme park voice, like you know, like uh, like that the 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 sort of. Um, like in uh, Earthquake. Oh, that's the other part that you could put in here. It's like some oh, sort yeah. of, I guess we had Twister, but like you could do some, another disaster movie like Earthquake or mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. like that. But, but yeah, like the, that, that sort of theme park, like host voice of like, I don't, I don't know how to imitate it, but it's very specific. I know what you mean. Yeah. You guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, so you were saying you wanted like the museum exhibits uh, would be, you could do with the, the Twin Pines Mall. It could be like, Oh, did you know that Marty ran over the tree and, and it became Lone Pine Mall at the end of the movie. And you right. could like even do like projection mapping where it shows it changing. Yeah, totally. I like that. That's good. Um, yeah. And then I was thinking like a little animation maybe in the in the thing, like maybe the DeLorean like speeds up and disappears. Oh, that'd be cool. Oh, yeah. Something <laughs> like that. Um, that'd be kind of cool. But Terrace run into the uh, the photo mat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Libyans. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. all right. Well, anyway, uh, it's, uh, this, 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 uh, this is a fun one. I, uh, I do really love this ride and I know that it's inevitable that this, this is going to, um, change at some point. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, I don't know when that's going to happen. Probably well, not anytime soon now. Uh, yeah. but how long does it, does it take for Steven Spielberg to pass away that we get this news? Is it like the next day in a press release? <laughs> Every time oh, yeah. Spielberg gets a cold, like a universal exec starts <laughs> drooling. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I think I think that um, I think that if they if they rethemed it uh, or if they if they t- decided to tear it down or whatever, I think even after Spielberg dies, like if they have to keep this up until he dies, then I think what's going to happen is like they'll retheme it into something, some sort of like experience that's devoted to Spielberg in some way, mm-hmm. maybe something similar to like what they had for Hitchcock. Um on opening day, something like that. But for Spielberg, I could mm. see that um, just because he's such a, I don't know, like a force in yeah. uh, universal history. So anyway, retheme this. <laughs> we did it. Yes, we did. We rethemed successfully E.T. the ride. E.T. the adventure, actually, I think is the real name of the ride. Um, mm-hmm. So we hope you enjoyed this episode. And thank you so much for being a dueling genre Patreon supporter uh, it is through your support that we're able to do the show and uh, we thank you so much for supporting the show so uh, alright that's it folks uh, join us uh, very soon for more upcoming Dueling Genre Patreon content thanks, guys. Bye. thanks. Bye.